Someone needs to hoover the carpet. It's filthy. How do you know it's filthy, Matthew? You can't even see the carpet under all this dirt. Hang on. Where is the hoover? Ahoy there, Matthew! There she blows! Tom, why are you riding our vacuum cleaner? A little technological jerry-pokery has turned this humble dust eater into the ultimate in luxury travel. Behold! The Hoovercraft. You did it, Tom. Works much better than the cat's Moran. Poor Mr. Tiddles. Mr. Tiddles? Don't worry, Matthew. He didn't die in vain. No, he died in Tom's bedroom. We replaced his kidneys with outboard motors. Look, one of you two needs to hoover this room. Well, it's not going to be me. I'm too busy fending off angry calls from the RSPCA. And it's not going to be me. I find hoovering far too vacuumiliating. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a... Flashes Landau! <laughs> From the Hay, from the Phoenix Festival in London. This is the flat-based panel show that says the chills that you spill up my back keep me filled with satisfaction when you're done. Satisfaction of what's to come. I couldn't ask for another. I, I, I couldn't ask for another. Hoover's in the heart. Hoover's in the heart. Hoover's in the heart. Na 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 na. Hoover's in the heart. and landlord Matthew Crosby and while they're under my roof they'll be following my rules let's meet the flatmates Tom Parry and Ben Clark hey 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 <laughs> <laughs> so Tom who the hell do you think you are refusing to do the hoovering well I'm not going to hoover because I say hoover damn <laughs> hoover damn I see people are explaining it to people hoover damn it's a big it's, it's the world's biggest damn it was either that or I was going to be going to a curry house in Russia. Okay. You know in Russia, do Here they say var instead of yes. yar? Yes. <laughs> var instead of yar? Do what they say var? Is var yes for Russian? No. No? Da. Da. Because it was going to be, I was going to go into a curry house in Russia and talk about the ingredients of a curry and they were going to say var, cumin. No, that wouldn't work. But I didn't do it, I didn't do it. You did, I mate. didn't do it. If there's a country that, where they say var instead of yes, I went to that country. I had this amazing um, curry, let me tell you. By the way, before I do mine, uh, is there a country that says Hoover instead of hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might not go well. Afraid not, Clarky, go on, you're on your own. Uh, well, I won't do the hoovering because my favourite vacuum when I was uh, growing up was Henry the Hoover. And I thought it was just genius, you know, you stick a smiley face on it nose as a hose, and everyone loves it. So I tattooed my junk. <laughs> Apparently no one likes Percy the penis. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying this, this is the first time I preferred Ben's to Tom's. <laughs> you haven't seen it, mate. You won't prefer... <laughs> Var, I agree. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Now, you can't get into those hard-to-reach corners without a clip-on nozzle, so who have you clipped onto your team tonight, Thomas? Well, the Jamboree is in town, Matthew. Yes, 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 yes! And we're having a late-night rave. 
You're a surprise. <laughs> the, jamb- is, the jamboree is moving with the time. So. <laughs> what time? It's nice to see Yeah. I've hired a shit hot DJ who's going to also do a close up magic show. <laughs> what? It's the number one DJ slash close up magician in town, Mr. Matt Edmond There's a room full of disappointed people expecting Stephen Mulhern at this stage. <laughs> Matt, what, what sort of a flatmate have you been? I have been a terrible flatmate. I'm the worst kind. When I lived in a flat share, I lived with a guy who uh, is now in the RAF. So he wanted everything neat and tidy and clean. I am the opposite of that. If I eat something, I'll sort of put it down and think, don't need that again. <laughs> That'll just find its way on its own back to the dishwasher. So the system we came up with was that he would take anything that I left in the house and place it on my bed. And it would stay there. You say we came up with. Did you I was have in, any I, say in this? Well, no, I was into the system, right? Because otherwise you just get someone nagging you all the time. And it's much better to deal with it when you want to deal with it once a month at the end of the month. <laughs> when you finally go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> Cuddling up to the rats. Um, pop it all in the dishwasher at the so, end. So what would you do? You'd sort of sleep in a pile of dirty dishes? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, was also, <laughs> I was also a big believer in the floor-drobe system, which is where you uh, take your clothes off at the end of the day, dump them on the floor, and if you need to wear them again, just do the old sniff test. <laughs> or the starch I, test with feeling. I don't know why I thought this. I thought you were going to say, if you need to wear them again, just lie on the floor and roll around until they <laughs> stick to you. It makes choosing what happens to wear very easy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Matt, for being on the show. Uh, Clarky, who have you brought along with you? Only the bloody ex-wife. Clarky's <laughs> <laughs> no! bringing no! eggs along. Yes. It's Andy Oka. <laughs> Duh. And <That's> his... <laughs> She's Russian. The no. Russian ex-wife, Andy Osha. Andy, it's yeah. great to see you. I've not seen you since um, the affair that we had that ended, uh, <laughs> ended well, Clarky's marriage. Well, I'm pleased to see you, Matthew, not him. No, of course. <laughs> it's great to, apart from, of course, the turbulent time when you lived with Clarkie, the, the 18 days, the Kardashian-style relationship you had married to Clarkie. Felt like a lifetime. It did, yeah. I've had a conversation with him. I know what it's like. Um, so, so Andy, have you, have you ever had any sort of nightmarish flatmates like Matt? Not quite like Matt, but um, there was this girl that I lived with who, she wasn't... Bright, I suppose, is the word. <laughs> but the best time was when I watched this. I don't know if anyone remembers Passengers. Like it was like a magazine show that was on about eleven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they did this. Two story. people doing. They're both on stage, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't work this into an Edinburgh show if I were you. But this whole experience could become my Edinburgh yeah. show. Uh, the time I told a story about something no one had heard of. <laughs> um, anyway, no. Look, the point was is that on Passengers they were doing a, sh- uh, a story about people in Iceland who say they can see gnomes and elves and dwarves and all the rest of it and she comes back from a night out clubbing or whatever probably listen to your music and uh, <laughs> Michael Bublé <laughs> the very best uh, so I, I tell her like there was a woman on the show and she said she's in Iceland and she can see gnomes and dwarves and this girl she just looked at me and she went Iceland the supermarket Oh. So she had imagined this woman in the supermarket just going, yes, there are gnomes and dwarves by living the, here. By the way, I should probably point out, dwarves do exist. <laughs> and some of them do work in Iceland as well. Um, so that is the introductions over, but let's get on with the game. Uh, for, as we all know, 
Whoever dares wins. Well, that sounds like whoever. It's like who dares wins. So like whoever dares wins. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Thanks. <laughs> I think it's slight, it, it, I think it died during the dissection, Tom. Um, anyway, let's play round one. Yeah. Come on and shake it up, baby, now. Shake it up, baby. Shake and fast. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, now. Come on and hoover it out. Hoover it out. You know you suck so good. on my fingers. That was incredible. Uh, how long before we ditch the comedy and become a band? <laughs> uh, so the, round one, the first round uh, is called Vacuumulator. No, no, no. The first round's going to be uh, the round where I inject people who've got smallpox with carpet cleaner. Shaken vaccine. <laughs> what about my game, Bus Duster? where I polish someone's tits. <laughs> what about That's where why I... we got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> what about where I climb a really tall vacuum cleaner? Who vertigo? <laughs> How about Duster Keaton, where I polish Michael Keaton's tits? <laughs> me, me, Thierry Henry, and a guy called Bobby, we clean out a Renault with a vacuum. Va-vacuum? <laughs> hey, Bobby, what's French for va-vacuum? Hey, Tom, what's Bobby. French for 1998? <laughs> how, about, uh, how about Dr. Hoover, where I disguise myself as a GP so I can polish <laughs> Peter Capaldi's tits? No, I won't accept it. We 
we that's what to... doctors do, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, the, the game we're playing. Who, Hoover, Hoover Gooding Jr.? No, the game we're playing. That's not bad. The, the game... That's not bad, Hoover Gooding Jr. <laughs> hey, Bobby. <laughs> What's French for Hoover Gooding Jr.? That is not a French accent, by the way. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. What's French for. Uh, hey, Bobby. Uh... What's Russian for yes? <laughs> Right, this is Vacuumulator. Do not drop the mic after that, Tom. It was not good enough. You're not Louis good? fucking CK, all right? In this round, I'm going to ask you, over the course of a minute, I'm going to ask each team to list as many things as they can from a given topic whilst being hoovered by your opposing team. So, so Ben and Andy, uh, you're going to go first. Tom and Matt, you're going to grab your hoovers. You ready? Yep. Matt, Matt which one are you going to go for? I've gone handheld. <laughs> So Matt's gone handheld, and, and Tom from. As you I've got Henry. You've got Henry. <laughs> hey Henry, what's French for Vava Vols? So are they really hoovering us? Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid. So watch out. Oh, be careful. Be careful. I, I imagine Andy's do cost a lot of money. Please. <laughs> already this for the at-home listener. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Already Thomas has sucked most of Andy's hair off her head. A trip to Tony and okay. Guy is in order. So not the hair or the, or the eyes? Okay. Not the hair or the eyes. I, I really need both. Clark, he's got so many jokes he wants to make about not the hair or the eyes that his brain has literally shut down. You can see Clarky going, not that one, that's not good enough, not that one. That, that's why they got divorced. <laughs> So, so the, the things you're going to be listing over the course of one minute okay. is things that are bigger oh, no, than no. the previous thing. Okay? Okay? Clarky, Clarky, you're going to begin. Your minute of hoovering starts now. Uh, 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 an atom! An atom. Andy, off you go. Um, uh, a crumb. An atom and a crumb. A marble! Oh! <laughs> I think he's got your marbles. A, a, a kiwi fruit. A kiwi fruit. An apple. Okay, um, uh, uh, a pint of lager. Pint of lager. Well spotted. Oh, 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 God. Two pints of lager. Two pints of lager, do you say, Clarky? Yeah. I'm going to accept it. <laughs> a car! A car! A car, okay. Oh, that's your time, I'm afraid. That is your time. Now, I made that nine items, including the rather sort of abstract concept of a divorce settlement. <laughs> It's what's on my mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we can count it because a divorce it's a piece of paper, isn't it? Yeah, but then it doesn't. Yeah, but it... it could be money. It could be piles of money. But then I mean, pa piles of money. It <laughs> it's an old punch bag and five grand in debt. That's what it is. <laughs> so that was okay. Now is your now is your how are you feeling, Clarky? By the way, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I just got sucked off. So, oh come on. 
Come on, you're better. Than, you're not better than that. Actually. Um, so, uh, Andy, now is your time to exact some revenge. If only time I had some hair, you could actually do it on. Um, uh, Andy, which one? Uh, well, I have got some hair. You could do it on actually. But, uh... <laughs> okay, so, so Matt and Tom, uh, you're going to be hoovered by uh, Ben and Andy. Andy's gone handheld. Ben has gone for the Henry. Your, your key is to box out. Push, push your cheeks sure. out. Push your cheeks out. Yeah, push your cheeks Which out. Which cheeks are you referring to? Gives them less purchase. <laughs> Upper or lower? So cheeks. talk through the cheeks you're saying. Talk through, talk the, through cheeks. the cheeks. <laughs> like a puffer fish. That's how puffer fish survive getting What, being hoovered? <laughs> it's true, you don't really see them that often getting hoovered up. No, you exactly. make a good point. You've seen the DVD extras of Finding Nemo. It's really tragic. <laughs> So you are, you're up next and your topic is things that are more expensive than the previous thing. You're going to go first, Tom. Your time starts now. A bottle of water! <laughs> uh, a multi-bag of crisps. Uh, a big box of tea. Um, uh, uh, some shampoo. Some champagne! Uh, a, a DVD box set of an expensive series. <laughs> Jonathan Creek. A bus! A bus! Buying a bus! Uh, buying a uh, boat! Buying a plane! A big plane though! Bigger than a boat! Buying um, a spaceship! Oh, jolly good mate! You've got 45 seconds left! <laughs> okay, uh, putting a kid through university! Hey oh! What, more expensive than a spaceship? I don't know how to live! Buying a giant gold statue of a spaceship. Yes, yes. Okay, you're in. You're in court for stealing a gold spaceship. That you have to bribe the judge. That bribe. That's your. Okay, yes. That is your time, I'm afraid. I've always dreamed, Matthew, of growing a beard. Might that be what encourages the hairs out? I hope so, yeah. Like, you've, I tell you what, it's lucky that your, your girlfriend is here tonight because those love bites are going to be hard to explain. That's true. <laughs> and she knows I love a chin job. <laughs> Who doesn't? All I know is Clarky's thinking, googling that when I get home. Um, <laughs> Without meaning to be crude, is a chin job when you put the chin in or you get your chin in? Is that crude? When you put your chin... In, in someone's arsehole. <laughs> I was watching telly with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this story going to go? Well, no. Someone made a reference to a golden shower, right? <laughs> and my mom said to me, what's a golden shower, Tom? And I said, Mom, I'm not going to tell you. Five minutes passed where she didn't say a word. And then she said, please tell me, Tom. <laughs> so I said, all right, Mom. I'm it's... not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. I said, look... <laughs> Come on! Sorry, Del. Sorry if you're listening, Del. Sorry. Thank you. Let me stay around all the time. <laughs> so I said, look, it's when people, it's when people urinate on each other during sex. And she went, oh God, and looked at me like I did it. <laughs> and I said, I don't do it in a way that sounded like I did do it. <laughs> and I do do it. <laughs> But then five minutes of silence passed, right? She sat there these five minutes. After five minutes, she went, do you mean into one another? <laughs> That's horrific, isn't that it? That is. Yeah. Your, your mum Shows what a dirty mind she's got. <laughs> said, no, mum, it's all about bored. You just piss on their face and tits. It's fine. Yeah, no, 
That's above board. Yeah. It's all above board. You just piss in their face and tits. Those two sentences have never been together, ever. I don't do it, by the way. He does. But I'm into stuff like that. I'm not. But I could be. <laughs> so... So, unfortunately, in that round... There's so much to do, isn't there, in life? Why not? I only live once, don't you? Just give it a go. I'm not talking about that specifically, but I'm just saying... No. Well, it sounds like you're talking about that specifically. So that's something you've talked about for the last five minutes, mate. I was wondering why you drank those two pints so fast. <laughs> so, I'm, unfortunately, I'm... Have you not heard the show before? Um, people groaning. So, unfortunately, uh, Tom and Matt actually won that round with ten points oh, to, yes. uh, Come on. to Andy and Ben's nine. Uh, so, congratulations oh. to... Uh, to yeah, almost got a round of applause there for it. <laughs> it was producer Ben. He yeah, he it. started. So Tom and Ben were the winners, but it's still too early to ask. Vacuum the bell tolls. <laughs> There's everything to play for as you head into round two. It's flat games. Let's play together. Games. Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing. Put that there. Lose your toe. Games. If you lose, you get nothing. Games. If you win. So sorry if I was listening to this eating their breakfast. Drinking golden orange Graham. juice. Yeah, Golden Graham is awful. <laughs> so it is Flat Games, where we take a popular game and give it a bit of a twist, like the Boston Strangler used to do to his victims. Uh, this week's... <laughs> what, too soon? Um, this week's Lifeless Corpse is our take on snakes and ladders, which we are calling mistakes and blaggers. Each team member has to confess to a mistake they once made, but one of them is lying. Can the opposing team work out who is telling the mistake and who is blagging? So, for example, if I were to confess to a mistake, I might say something like, uh, whilst devising the games for a semi-popular podcast, I inadvertently stole the format to Would I Lie to You? <laughs> that might be the sort of thing I'd say, but I'm not... I'm not playing the game, uh, our teams are. So Tom and Matt, you're gonna go first. Now Andy and Ben, can you guess who is actually telling the truth and who is lying? Um, yes. Tom, you can. <laughs> well that's good, because that's the game, so you'll, you'll have fun. Tom's lying. Can you... Uh, so Tom, would you like to do the first story? You're both gonna give a story of a mistake you've once made. Yeah. One of them is going to be a lie. I am dreading yours, Tom. Off we go. <laughs> I was out walking with my sister. We it's always, fa always family, isn't it? It's always family. We were in a park, we were talking, I pooed my pants. It was by a tree. So we went behind the tree and attempted to clean up the mess together. She said... Is that sweet? Is that what She said, if you take a receipt out of your wallet and scrunch it up enough, it becomes like toilet paper. Took out a receipt, scrunched it on my toilet paper. That was not true. My finger went straight through the receipt into my bum. 
My sister had to go to a nearby house and asked to borrow toilet paper because her brother had just shit himself. I was 22. Should we send the show here? I'd like to ask any uh, quick questions of, uh, of Tom before we hear um, yes, Tom's um, story. Are, are you lying? <laughs> ah, the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> what was the receipt for? <laughs> Ironically, toilet roll. <laughs> All right, let's hear Matt's story. And let's hope it doesn't involve your fingers going up your asshole. <laughs> it's almost as bad. Okay, here we uh, go. It's a mistake, which is to do with sending an email to someone that you shouldn't send an email to. So I, years ago, used to work in an office, and I started a new job there, and on day one, I went to the loo to relieve myself. Have a shit, not a wank. <laughs> it was not that stressful at first <laughs> Went to the loo and realised immediately, well, not immediately, after I'd done it, that there wasn't any loo roll. Now, I didn't know the receipt trick at this stage. I don't know the trick. <laughs> um, so I thought I'll improvise, and there was a little cupboard under the sink. And I looked in it, and there was a sanitary towel. <laughs> Unused. Now, I've seen the adverts. They claim to be very absorb absorbive. Is that the word? Uh, they absorb stuff, ma mainly blue liquid. Um, <laughs> Uh, and luckily that's what you shit. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's from Avatar, by the way. We should, we should have said that for the at-home listener. I've been on a big Gatorade binge. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I went and I used that and I didn't tell a soul. But then, as time goes on, when you settle into an office, you think, well, I'll share a little story with someone. And I shared this with a friend who I made, a girl called Naomi. And she used to go for a cigarette break and I would go out and sort of waste time. And she once emailed me and said, I'm going out in a minute for a cigarette break. Do you want to come? And I said... Give me a second, I'm gonna go for a shit. Can I borrow a sanitary towel? And sent it to my boss. <laughs> I then got called for a meeting to ask if everything was all right. And when I told him, he then made me tell that story at the subsequent Christmas party. <laughs> I'm now on a podcast. Wow. Although, did it really happen? <laughs> Ooh, I like that bit of gameplay at the end. Did it really happen? Any questions for Matt? Do you have a shorter lie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, bring it on, Clarky. You've got to go, <laughs> go next, mate. You've got to go next, mate. Have you heard any of your fucking stories, Clarky? <laughs> this is what had an ending. <laughs> uh, okay, Andy, do you have any questions for Matt? Be nice. Come I don't on. know. I was enthralled. I was like, what happened next? The film rights are available, guys. <laughs> well, what do you mean, what happened next? What else did you use, like, to wipe your bum with? Well, toilet paper. It wasn't like I got a... <laughs> I didn't get a fetish for it. <laughs> like, you could have gone, like, onto nappies or got some really big addiction to bed sheets or something. <laughs> um, so which one do you think? They're both sort of scatty. Uh, but which one... <laughs> I think it just went all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're both scatological. Which ones uh, do you think? Which one do you think is true? I'm leaning towards Matt's. I wouldn't if I were you. Don't lean towards Matt. He thinks of shit. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I know all of the stories about Tom shitting himself. <laughs> You've read the anthology. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst Christmas gift we ever got. <laughs> 
And also, Matt's was, you know, so well told. Radio DJ, guys, radio DJ. That's true. He can fill dead air. <laughs> Here's Newsbeat. <laughs> What, uh, what are you thinking, Andy? Tom sounded true, and I think maybe the only thing that isn't true maybe is the age. Maybe it happened more recently. <laughs> hey, I'm oh. 24. <laughs> BBC but, three. And, and Matt seemed more plausible because there was so much detail, but you do look quite wily and clever, like you could uh, add detail. <laughs> What are you trying to say? Are you saying Tom, I'm, I'm Tom saying is that. too Tom. thick to lie? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. Too thick to lie well. <laughs> so, go on, we have to push you for an answer. Um, what do you think? What Ben said. Matt. Which one? Matt, Matt telling the truth, Tom telling the lie. Okay, so can you please tell us who was telling the truth and who was telling the lie? Well, this will blow your fucking minds. <laughs> I was telling the truth, but oh. it didn't happen to me. It also happened to Matt. <laughs> Both stories happened to Radio 1's Matt Edmondson. Oh, Very good. So let's flip it over. Tom and Matt, you're going to work out which one of Ben and Andy are lying. Now, who's going to go first? Okay, so um, I used to work in a post-production company and one of yeah, my jobs... Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, bear with me. Uh, at the end of the night shift... <laughs> We had to um, broadcast this Dutch children's channel, which is cleaner than you think. And um, so uh, between six and nine, Dutch children's channel goes out. But it's the end of a night shift and I was really tired and I just fell asleep. And so the tape that I was playing of a kid's show played out, but then it played beyond that, obviously, because I was asleep. And um, it was recorded over a documentary about um, Gaza's fall into alcoholism. So that went out on the Dutch children's channel as well. And then the tape rewound and then just started again. And I only woke up because the MD of the company called me in the control room and said, Whoa. I don't know, I had something in Dutch. This is not var. This is not yes. No. Okay, so uh, any questions for Andy? What year was this? Um, mm, that is a very good question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I like the way you've asked it. It was 1992. Were you, were you a fan of Dutch children's television? No, but had Gaza's descent into alcoholism been made documentary worthy by 1992 when he was still playing for Lazio? Oh, that's a fair point. I don't... Well, it must have been. Goal Pazzer! <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> no, but he's asking the question, and, and I'm and saying it must have been, because there was a documentary. Okay, any further questions? Matt, do you have a question? Yeah, I do. Um, you said that the boss phoned you up, mm -hmm. and that by that point, the tape had looped back onto the kids' shows. Mm -hmm. Had he just really enjoyed the Gaza documentary? <laughs> <laughs> what were the repercussions as well? Um, they were going to sack me, but I claimed that I was being sick in the toilet, and uh, yeah, they let me off. Feels like our show's cracking under yeah. the pressure here. 1992, yeah, they let you off because Gaza was still playing. Fight. All right. <laughs> yeah, but he was. Listen, all right. Let's not turn it into a Barney. Um, Clarky. 
Hello. <laughs> Let's hear your mistake, or indeed lie, but probably mistake. <laughs> well now, uh, once upon a time, I was seeing this girl, and she rang me up to say, I've left my, I accidentally left my knickers at your house. Have you seen them? <laughs> and lo and behold, I found them, so I washed them, and the next time she came round, I said, here are knickers. She said, those are not my knickers. <laughs> and then rather ill-advisedly, I then said, do you want them anyway? <laughs> I think this feels pretty cut and shut. That sounds exactly... That sounds exactly like a Clarky story. Do you have any questions for Clarky? Wasn't that your current girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I know your career almost as well as I know Paul Gascoigne's. <laughs> that's true, Clarky! You're going to say it's true? Yeah, Do you reckon that's true? true? Yeah. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Stop right. Oh, Clarky, come the on. question I should have asked is whose knickers were they? I don't know. <laughs> Clarky, you're proper dirt, aren't you, mate? <laughs> Didn't do a golden shower or nothing. <laughs> so, Andy, was there any truth in your story at all? There was some truth. Obviously, the Gaza thing was not true. The year wasn't true. <laughs> None of it was true. No, it was true. I did, I, it, well, yeah, I did fall asleep in a Dutch Children's Channel and transmission thing. And, uh, yeah, they were going to sack me, but I sort of wheedled my way out of it. So what, what did go out if not Gaza? I don't know. I was asleep, mate. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's go to producer Ben to see who has what scores at the end of that round. Ben and Andy have got 10, and Tom and Matt have got 11. Ooh! Well, I think that round did exactly what it set out to do. Prove that honesty is the... Uh, well, actually, prove that Clark is a fucking player. Now, it's time... <laughs> it's time for our tribute to TLC's late lamented member, Lisa Ribeye Lopez. <laughs> it's Beef Brothers! <laughs> Each week we ask our panel to tackle a flat share grievance that has hitherto gone unsolved. This week's beef comes from someone in the audience, which is indeed uh, Carol. Carol, are you there? Hello. This is Carol's problem. Did you have a good Christmas, Carol? <laughs> oh, mate. Oh. Come on! You do this for a fucking living. <laughs> yeah, your ship for a living. <laughs> so here... Twitter, is that you? <laughs> So, uh, this is from Carol, and Carol writes, The neighbour's cat has decided it lives with us. I've been woken up by the cat climbing over me, and when I'm in the shower, it jumps through the bathroom and meows at me to open the door. The neighbour has started glaring at me. It's not my fault. His cat likes us more. So, so any questions from the floor here? Now, well, um, what's the, bear in mind... What's the case here? Is, it, is the neighbour involved? I think it's Carol versus cat. <laughs> Carol versus Cat. So Tom and Matt, you are on the prosecution, you're on the side of Carol, and Ben and Andy, your job is to act as the defence, so you're on the side of the cat. Um, <laughs> so let's ask, are there any questions for Carol before our panel do their best impression of Regal Smeagol, the legal beagle? <laughs> Carol, do you like the cat? It's okay, it just kind of, it's around too much. It's not our cat and it's, 
we've had to start feeding it and stuff. You've started feeding it. <laughs> Aren't you on her side? Yeah, but I just said it in a way that was... Oh, you've started feeding it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, be that's better. That's you, better. You've had to start feeding this cat. Carol, can I ask, in your lifetime, how many animals do you think you've killed? <laughs> I would hope none. Mm. How many hours a day do you reckon this cat's spending in your house? I'd say a good kind of 18, 19 at least. Whoa! That's yeah, the... that guy... Whoa, whoa, Bill and Ted are here. Whoa! You're 18 really hours, gnarly dude! <laughs> uh, has the cat ever lashed out at you? No, it's been quite friendly. Oh, it's a nice cat. It is quite nice, but it's oh. not ours. Has I'm the cat like ever paid rent? <laughs> no. Mm. I understand the situation. I had a boyfriend very similar to this. <laughs> um, Carol, it feels like you've done some stuff to entice the cat, though, because there's food going down. There Do wasn't you... originally. But there is now. All right, no conjecture, no conjecture. <laughs> uh, any further questions from anybody? What colour is this cat? All black. <laughs> Oh, oh, you racist! Oh, I knew it! <laughs> All black like a witch's cat, right? Yeah. Like Satan's cat. No further questions. <laughs> well, that is quite enough information for our team to make their cases, so I call upon Matt to begin the case for the prosecution. Now, remember, you are on Carol's side. Now, you have exactly a one minute to start the case. Can I beginning... hoover him while he does it? No, you cannot hoover him. <laughs> Put your Henry away. Here we go. Uh, you have one minute to begin the case for the prosecution, Matt, starting now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we have a clear case of criminal activity here. A cat is breaking and entering into someone else's house. Not only that, they're dressed in all black. We've literally got a cat burglar situation going on here. Now, you mentioned in your letter, which was very touching, that... <laughs> that the cat watches you like a pervert whilst you're showering. Now, that's her private time and intimate time. And you said that the cat is encouraging your neighbours to look over through the window. I think that cat might be in cahoots with your pervert neighbour. Oh, I'm just looking at the cat, getting an eyeful of pussy. The, again, the, the cat, the cat, whilst you're showering, all right? It's disrespectful to you, it's disrespectful to human. Anyone here not a human? No. You'll be on our side. I think the case is pretty much close. Yes. Thank you very much, Matt. Uh, okay, well, let's let's continue with the opening defence case. Andy Osho, your time. Remember, you're on the cat side. I'm on the cat side. Begins now. This is uh, an unprecedented situation we're dealing with here. A black cat, you say. Well, that's just racist. Uh, your first instinct was to uh, label the cat black. Next, I suppose you'll have little vans driving around your living room. <laughs> suggesting that if a cat is there illegally, then it should go home. Well, maybe this is its home, Carol. Maybe this is where it wants to be. Because perhaps it's easier to send emails from here than when it's home. Perhaps it likes doing building work here, Carol. Who knows? But uh, I think you should reconsider. You've been putting food down for this cat. And Carol, I really think you should consider letting it stay because it has a nice smile. Oh. 
No one expected the nice smile argument right at the end. The Henry the Hoover argument. Yeah. <laughs> Unacceptable. Oh dear. Well, that, no, I genuinely was impressed with that last in the last second through in the nice smile. So, uh, Carol, how do you think it's going so far? Um, it's going okay. I I know what's coming, so I'm quite excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, those are your knickers, Carol. <laughs> okay, second prosecution is, of course, Thomas Parry. Now, Tom, are you going to be doing it as yourself this week? No, I'm going to be doing it as my uh, John Grisham Deep Southern lawyer character, Mr. Fanshawe Standing. Well, Fanshawe Standing presiding and indeed providing. He's got, a, he's got an inquisitive look on his face. He's getting... He's getting into character. He's taking... He's taking off his belts. We, we all have to be worried. Uh, your time, if indeed there was timing this, begins now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Mr. Fanshawe standing here, providing, presiding, whatever you want to say. Hell, I'm gonna surprise you right now. I feel proud today. Feel proud to stand right here in a room full of honest-to-God, two legs, two arms. No offense, Mr. Rivens, I see you in your chair. No, 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 no. Don't you get me wrong here. This is a human court, ladies and gentlemen. Hell, this is a small village. I know you're there. You play tennis with my son. You're much older than he is. That's why you keep beating him. Give him a chance. You walk out there in them there suburbs there, we got the bakery, we got the library. Funding permitting. Sign the petition, by the way, it's the cornerstone of our society. Books. I don't mind saying it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm there a reader. Hell, I bet there's some readers amongst us this evening. Oh, you know it. Mrs. Fanshawe there, she can't sleep without a good book and a little kiss and cuddle, man. Wait, does your wife have the same first name as you as well? <laughs> we're, we're cousins. You leave that alone right there. Now, like that makes more sense that your cousins would have the same name. Now, I'm gonna surprise you, but I ain't never seen no there tabby cat reading no book. Tabby cat reading no book. <coughs> What's that all about? <laughs> I am going to slightly have to hurry you because there's another show coming in after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after jury, <laughs> a cat cannot read a book. <laughs> the defense rests, y'all. You're the prosecution, by the way, Fanshawe, the prosecution. Despite... He really was resting. He was resting. Now, despite what the audience may have uh, felt there, I thought that was one of the weaker... One of the weaker arguments from Fanshawe there. Fanshawe might have started his holiday early. Fanshawe. I think Fanshawe might have had a stroke halfway through that, actually. We have to have Mrs. Fanshawe come and take over uh, next time. Uh, to conclude the case for the defence, Ben, off you pop. <laughs> well, 
this is genuinely true, right? I've got a bit of a weird house where my room um, isn't connected with the main house, so I have to go outside to get into my bedroom. True story. <laughs> is there a chance you don't live with these people? <laughs> Just go in and use their toilet. Um, and I went for a shower and then realised I lost my ta- uh, left my towel. Didn't lose it. Uh, so I went back into my room to get my towel and I left my door open. And there was a cat in my room and it scared the shit out of me. Um, you had a go at Matt for his long anecdotes. <laughs> I've got a minute, mate. Well, you've got 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, in that case, the cat ran, ran back out the room. <laughs> that is your time, Clarky. That's your time. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, what a shocker. Thank you. Ran out the room. Thank you. End the story. Cat ran back out the room. Oh my god. You're gonna be such a good dad. <laughs> good night, kids. Is that it? <laughs> dad, you are shit at stories. So, folks, we've heard some pretty compelling arguments there. But it wouldn't be serving the memory of Regal Smeagol, the legal beagle, who tragically passed away this morning, uh, if we didn't come to a final deseagle, I'm indecision. So I'm going to throw it open to our live audience. If you think Matt and Fanshaw, and therefore uh, Carol, is in the right, applaud now. Before you make your decision, do remember cat ran out the room. <laughs> if you'd like to go with Team Cat ran out the room, applaud now. <laughs> I think, I think the cat won. I can't believe it. <laughs> so, uh, Carol, how do you feel about that? I accept the decision. I will keep feeding the cat. Very magnanimous of you, very magnanimous. Um, So the next round is the quickfire round. So for the last time this series, let's lay down and boogie and play that unnecessary long intro till we die. This is the quickfire round. Or more specifically, it's the jingle to introduce it. We're quite aware that it goes on quite a bit now. So we're going to just get straight on with introducing the round. Because we know how annoying it can be sometimes When you've got a song that just goes on too long Although saying that it could sometimes be quite uplifting For example
So, of course, in this quickfire round, all questions will be Hoover based. So, Ben and Matt. Incredibly litigious, you know that, don't you? We're going to get sued. We are going to get sued. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you're listening at home and you know Ringo, don't tell him. So, <laughs> of course, in this. And if you are Ringo, don't tell Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, of course, in this quickfire round, all the questions will be hoover based. So, Tom and Matt, let us hear your buzzers. And Ben and Andy, let us hear yours. Question number one uh, What chocolate can you find in the carpet? Clarky. Uh, the one you dropped. <laughs> I'll give you half a point for that. Thank you. It is, of course, lint. What? <laughs> what do the French use to vacuum the streets of Paris? Vacuum cleaners. It's, oh, it, it's oh. a good point. I'll, I'll give you half a point for that. Uh, louvers. The, lou the louvers. That is exactly what I've got right here. Yes. What is Henry the Hoover's sister called? Tom. Henrietta. It's Hetty, so close enough, half a point. Why are James Dyson's <laughs> testicles unique? He invented them for himself. <laughs> oh, very, very close. Uh, yes, Clarky. He dried them in an air blade, and now they're... Now they're like <laughs> They're like a sheet. <laughs> they're like a sheet, yeah. <laughs> Has anyone done that? Pop their uh, knackers in a, an air blade? Honestly, they go just so straight, you wouldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> Like a sail, isn't it? Yeah. Like a sail, our friend Kevin described it as. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually because he owns the patent for Dyson Balls. Uh, what do you call it when you do a carpet up the wrong end? <laughs> no. Tell us, tell us. Carpet bumming. Um, <laughs> what do you call it if that carpet is very thick? Shag carpet bombing. Shagging, yes! <laughs> Which animated children's TV series first broadcast in 1983 is all about Hoover-based coprophilia? Oh my god. Henry Scat. Henry Scat! Get back in the game, Tom. What do you call it when someone puts their dick in a vacuum? A Saturday night. <laughs> I've got Clarky at that party in 2005, but. Um, <laughs> vacuum Wiener was, of course, the answer. What do you call it when a vacuum has lost weight? Electra looks in good. Ooh, I don't know if that's. No, it's not right, but it's good. It's vacuum leaner. <laughs> what vacuum is a ring-tailed tree-dwelling animal? Oh, a, a, a vacuum lemur. A vacuum lemur, Clarky! <laughs> what vacuum can you find in a leg? 
Top. A vacuum leaguer. <laughs> a vacuum femur. A vacuum femur, Matt Edmondson. <laughs> what vacuum is a famous painting by Edvard Munch? A vacuum screamer. Vacuum screamer, correct, Thomas. Oh, my God. What vacuum is a cocktail made of rum, coconut and pineapple? A vacuum pina colada. Yes, a vacuum pina colada. <laughs> and finally, what vacuum played Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2? Go, go, go on, Harry. The question is, vacuum, what vacuum... Vacuum Molina. Alfred, vacuum Molina. Well, those were our questions, and we do have a winner. But before we find out, Hoover Man. Or indeed, Hoover Men. Or indeed, Hoover Woman and Man. Who have won. It's time for plugs. Uh, Pappies have a brand new TV show on BBC Three called Bad Alts. It's on Tuesdays at 10pm on BBC Three and it's also on the BBC iPlayer, so do check that out. We're back on tour with our show, last show ever in the autumn. All the details are at pappiescomedy.com. Do come and see us live. You can also find us at Pappies Tweet on Twitter or on Facebook or on Tumblr. We have another podcast called Bangers and Mash, which you can find through our... I... Through, uh, do, do you know how to do that? You listen to a podcast, just you know Google us. Just yeah, Google just Google us. us. It's all there. And stay um, off hashtag Bad Alts. It is like a horror show <laughs> <laughs> I mean seriously Which was one of the tweets wow. about the programme yeah don't listen right okay <laughs> we're overrunning mate move on listen we're overrunning but there are some Papley's fans who have tried to take on the fuckwits who are please don't take us take them on it's fine honestly because it only sends more hate to us <laughs> uh, thanks for fighting that battle but it actually does more harm than good now um <laughs> We're very proud of the show. We think it's brilliant. Uh, if you like it, if brilliant, watch it. And if you, there's the audience. Um, and if you don't, I don't know. Fucking watch anything else. There's loads of other telly on. Andy, anything to plug? Oh no! Uh, oh, uh, it's bad adults is on. <laughs> and I like it. Don't, don't, well, don't tweet that, or you'll get, or you'll get what I like to call the Sarah Millican effect of just. Anyway, so. Um, Matt, anything to plug? Uh, I'd like to speak for a couple of minutes about a man called Jesus, if that's incredible. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> someone has the guts to say it. Uh, no, nothing really. I'm on the radio. I've got a podcast as well. You know how to get those. Download that. Awesome. <laughs> well, we can barely contain ourselves. Producer Ben, give us those final scores. Um, Incidentally, over the series, it's 2-1, isn't it, to me? I think so. I so, so this is either an equaliser or you're going to win even more. <laughs> Tops off if I've won, everyone. <laughs> Bottoms off if I've won. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Ben and Andy have 14 and a half, but it's tops off time because Tom and Matt have got 17. Oh! Well, the winners get to put their feet up so we can move under them, and the losers will be dicing with the Dyson. Thanks to both our guests, Matt Edmondson and Andy Oshow. We've been happy. See you next time on Flashers Tom Parry, with special guests Andy Osher and Matt Edmondson, supervised by Pat Computer Ben Walker. Big thanks to everyone who came down to see the recording, to Orange Park and British Comedy Guy, Stuart Lawsmith, Lisa Ribby, Lopez Gang, and to the Phoenix Fringe, having us under Sarah Grunt for her help. Puppy's Flash Air Slam Down is a first production for the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Hello, this is producer Ben from Flash Air Slam Down. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope you're enjoying the series. Uh, I'm about to do an advert. As well as Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown, I also produce another panel show comedy podcast called Do the Right Thing. 
You may know it, but if you don't, check it out at comedy.co.uk forward slash DTRT. Anyway, if any of you are heading up to the Edinburgh Fringe this August, we're recording a new series of Do The Right Thing on the 18th, 19th, 20th and 21st at 11.20pm in the Pleasance Courtyard. We've got some great guests coming on to do the show, including Sarah Millican, Lucy Porter, Sarah Pascoe, Simon Munnery, Peacock and Gamble, and American podcasting behemoth, Jesse Thorne. Lineups are subject to change, and more guests will be announced soon, so do check out our Facebook page, or on Twitter you can follow us at DTRT Podcast uh, for the latest information. If you'd like to come along and see the show, you can find a link for tickets at comedy.co.uk forward slash DTRT or by googling Pleasant's Do The Right Thing. <laughs>